Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from last Monday, August 9th, through today, Sunday, August 15th of 2021. Welcome back. Um, Hopefully, you're enjoying the throwback episodes if you're listening to them. It was... um, It's been really interesting to, like, listen through them back and edit them um, very minimally. Actually, I am saving them pretty much as is um, because you all need the full experience of how (laughs) um, much improved we have been since January of 2020 and all the things that have happened since then. That being said, we are going to continue that this week, so we'll have throwback episodes um, coming up on the 18th and the 20th, and then um, I'll do another weekly recap that'll go up on the 23rd, but then I actually am not posting anything through that last week in August. Um, The reason being... It's just a lot right now, um, and I, August for me from this podcast is supposed to be a vacation, and it has, it was. Um, the thing is, like, I made some other big changes in my life that are causing this month not to be a vacation for me, which is fine, and they're all really good and positive. Um, that being said, my brain is full, and so that last week, um, my new schedule will be more solidified and I am going to take that week pretty much off. I won't be posting on social media from this, from the Daily Royal. Uh, things are just going to be very calm um, starting on Monday the 23rd for me through that um through that last week. I will still put up an episode on the 30th that is a recap of the last week in August. Um, And then we'll start daily-ish episodes that 1st of September. That being said, they probably won't be every day right away because it'll still be pretty slow coming back until we reach that full first week in September. Um, If you're from the States after Labor Day, if you're not from the States um, after the first, like the first Monday of September on will get busier and then we'll go back to daily. So today we are going to keep things relatively chill and casual um, as I still have not completed the new transitions. I do hope to have those done um, this week but again lots lots of things are changing so we are just going to casually talk about the events that have happened throughout the week. I know when we spoke last, or the last time I recorded at least, I mentioned that things would start to pick up, um, and they have. So the Scandinavians are, I would say, pretty well back um, starting this week, but they did have some events um, in this past week that we'll go over, and that's pretty much 
it um, is from the Scandinavians. There wasn't much happening elsewhere. Um, there's nothing going on in Belgium. For the UK, um, you guys may have noticed last week I didn't read from the court circular. That was not necessarily the plan. I was planning on doing that. Um, and then basically what happened is I have accepted a new job, like a part-time job. Um, and that is great. And I'm very excited. Uh, it's just that happened last week. And so my mind was full and I honestly forgot. And I've started said new job since we, I recorded less last, um, and have now worked basically every day since I was hired, uh, which is great <laughs> for me, but also I'm tired. Um, and I'm recording this before the court circular has come out. So really there weren't many things going on. I will say though, on Monday was the, um, there's like an official welcoming ceremony for Queen Elizabeth when she takes residence up at Balmoral Castle, um, the actual castle. So there are residences along the grounds of Balmoral. Um, and Queen Elizabeth does stay in one of those when she goes up early. So I reported, um, or I made the statement that she had gone up to Balmoral, uh, right before August or like right at the start of August, um, uh, maybe even a couple weeks before and that she would begin her private holiday there. Um, and she did. And then she stays in like a, a more secluded residence so the castle can remain open to tourists for a couple of additional weeks. And then she takes up residence in the palace uh, or in the castle. And that is where she will be um, through the rest of August and into September. Or even I read one report, maybe a couple that said even through till September or through October um, or mid-October. I'm not sure, uh, just because there was, I don't remember if there was a Balmoral holiday last year or not, um, but even if there was, it was the pandemic, like, raging on, so there wasn't a ton of stuff happening, um, in terms of, like, what I talked about and what I remember, um, because if she did go to Balmoral, it was very casual and laid back. So, that being said, that welcome ceremony was on Wednesday. Um, and it was very cool, very exciting. And, um, I do love me some Scottish Highlands, not gonna lie. It's just really fun. So that is what was going on, um, in the UK really throughout the week. Uh, things have pretty well calmed down. We are seeing a ton of paparazzi photos, um, and things along that nature of who of the British royal family and it extended British royal family are in Scotland right now. Um, and that is for various reasons. So, and those various reasons, one of those various reasons, I don't talk about, um, I don't talk about a couple of things, but I just want to reiterate on here. Um, I try not to do this super often, but I do like to reiterate it when there are big events, um, specifically from the royals that I do not speak about. So, for every single royal family, I talk about the monarch, their consort, their heir, and if that heir has children, I will talk about them. So, in the British royal family, that is Queen Elizabeth, 
and now just the Prince of Wales, Duchess of Cornwall, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, and then when they release things from their children, I will discuss George, Charlotte, and Louis. Um, and that goes for every single royal family. So we'll talk about the Swedish royal family here later. Um, and the entirety of the Swedish royal family attended an event. Um, but I only, of the entirety of the Swedish royal family, I only talk about King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, Prince Daniel, and their two children. So that is to one, make my life easier when there are busy days. And two, um, it really eliminates a lot of the discussion around, specifically in the British royal family, um, things that are not great. So I just intentionally avoid those. Um, I don't like to talk about them. I will say for a fact, um, I wholeheartedly think that Prince Andrew is scum of the earth. Um, and that has nothing to do with, to me at least, uh, his family. It just, he, from reports and stories I have heard and just in general, has always felt really, really entitled. Um, and this situation is no different. So I'm aware of it. I don't want to discuss it. Um, if there ever is a point when I need to discuss it, I will. I don't think we're there yet. Um, and that is being reported everywhere. Um, what I try to do here is really talk about the things that aren't getting a ton of attention. So in the British royal family, that is like the causes they're supporting and some of the initiatives that are happening that continue after the big announcements. Um, and in all the other families, it is to bring a highlight to them as well, because there are more royals in the world than just the British royal family um, that do a lot of important work and face very different circumstances. So I like to talk about that. Um, and there just isn't room to talk about uh, people who feel like they're entitled to the world because of who they were born to. Um, I know that is... Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm going to say there. So, for various reasons, we are seeing lots of reporting about who is visiting Balmoral. I do not discuss that. I don't talk about tabloid, paparazzi, anything. Um, I try and stick only to official events. Sometimes I will bend that rule, but specifically not in this situation. So, that is what was going on in the UK. Now, in Denmark, uh, we've got quite a lot going on. Because like I mentioned, the Scandinavian royals... Denmark specifically is back to work. Like this week, we had something almost every day from Crown Prince Frederick. And that's totally awesome. Um, it gives me something to talk about, which is really great uh, in this situation because really it was just like overall a quiet week. Um, but the Danish royals were keeping us busy, or me at least. Um, so on Monday, 
Crown Prince Frederick took part in a reception, uh, a welcome back reception for the Danish Olympic athletes. Um, apparently, 2020, well, these past Olympics that just happened were Denmark's best summer Olympic performance since 1948. Um, so that is really awesome. So it was Crown Prince Frederick, as well as the Prime Minister, and probably, like, the Minister of Sport, um, which is maybe combined with something, I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but they all welcomed back the athletes, they thanked them um, in various speeches for, even though they couldn't be there in person, for really allowing a way for Denmark um, to come together in support of the athletics that were happening in Tokyo. Um, this is also significant for Frederick as this was his last, um, Olympic season as a member of the International Olympic Committee. Um, that announcement was made prior to the 2020, well, the Tokyo Games. They were technically still called the 2020 Games, um, but I understand that that's confusing. So he announced that he would no longer be um, taking on an active role in the IOC. Um, and this would have been his last Olympics there. And then he ended up getting exposed to COVID somehow um, and couldn't actually go to Tokyo, even though he was scheduled to. So that was a bit of a bummer. But he was able to do this welcome back ceremony, which I thought was really awesome. Um, and kind of on theme with some of what the week was um, in terms of welcoming back the Olympic athletes because the Olympics had ended on Sunday. And then we get to Tuesday. And you guys know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I love um, this younger generation of upcoming royals who are still, like, completing their education. Um, and... On Tuesday, Prince Christian started his next step in education. Um, he moved into the boarding school he will be attending this year. It, I think it's called Herlifsholm, um, which is a... If you're from the States, it's like an upper echelon type of school. It's kind of like Exeter or something along those lines where it's really... Um, just very prestigious in Denmark. Um, and so that is where Christian will be completing, I think, the next two years of his education. And then we'll be going on to um, undergraduate studies, I think. I'm not sure. Every country has a little bit different of an education system. <laughs> but that's what makes the most sense to me. So... Um, he moved in on Tuesday with classes starting on Wednesday, and the Danish royal household was lovely enough to release a few photos of him in his uniform at the school, because um, they will be, he will be wearing a uniform throughout his attendance. It's like a suit, or a jacket and tie. Uh, it's pretty intense, but I think that is a really awesome next step for him. And it's just something I really enjoy watching um, is how this younger generation is getting educated and preparing for their future roles. So this is like specific to the children who are going to be monarchs. Um, 
you know, and it seems that some of them seem to be taking a very similar path while, um, you know, it just, we'll, we'll see. Um, and I just think it's really interesting to watch and compare, um, and not in a comparison, like a negative thing, like one's doing something better than the other. I don't think that, um, it's just really interesting to see what, each family is is doing and what each child is doing in preparation for their future role. Um, I think it's really cool. So that was Tuesday's event. Wednesday was quiet. Um, I do want to mention though this week that um, we see Crown, Crown Prince Frederick quite a bit um, and he is actually serving as the regent for this this week. Um, it was announced today that Queen Margrethe had been in France. Um, and so anytime that she leaves the country, there is kind of like a back bench, essentially, of people who can step in and serve as regent. Frederick is always going to be choice number one as he is the crown prince. Her sister um, will also serve as regent. And I believe Crown Princess Mary has um, the capacity to serve as regent as well. I remember there being a big to-do that she had been approved to do so. Um, I don't think she has yet, but she is approved to do so. So if there is a situation, and this is, this could happen, where all three are not um, able to be in country at the exact same time, then Mary can step in and serve as regent as well. Um, so I just wanted to mention that. And then Thursday, uh, Crown Prince Frederick visited the warehouse for all of the signage um, and things related to the Royal Run, which is an initiative that he started, I believe, in 2018 around his 50th birthday. Basically, there are Royal Runs throughout um, Denmark. I think they're in like one big city or municipality per year, or maybe there are very different ones throughout the year. I'm not entirely sure. Um, 2020s was post, well, was postponed and then canceled due to the pandemic. And I believe 2021, so this year's was, I think they're supposed to be held in May around Frederick's birthday. Um, but then it was postponed again to September. Um, with the hope and expectation of vaccination um, and this lower case rate that had been continuing on a really strong hold until this Delta variant. Um, but just in my general understanding, I do think it's serious in other countries, but if you're from the U.S., it's not as serious as it is here um, because we are of the seven countries I talk about, plus my own, the U.S., we are the, the U.S. is the lowest in terms of vaccination percentage of population, uh, which is, you know, just another feather in our cap because we're, we're winning. Um, but he visited the warehouse in preparation for Royal Run 2021, which will be happening in September. Um, I think this was a really cool way of like, confirming that it should still be happening. Um, I understand that like a lot can happen in a month um, with this pandemic. You know, we've all been living the same pandemic for a year and a half, basically at this point. Um, however, 
it does seem like this will be able to move full steam ahead, which is really, really fantastic. And I really hope to see that go through. Um, and then for the final event on Friday, uh, Frederick inaugurated a new extension at the Ordropgard, uh, which is like a museum that focuses on French Impressionism as well as Danish art. Um, and so there was a new extension build that covers, I think like it holds room for 10 new exhibits, maybe, um, and added like 830, that seems wrong, 832 square meters. That's a lot. I don't know if it's that much. Uh, but anyway, it's a significant amount of uh, space that has been added. So that was the week in Denmark. Like I said, it was actually a very busy week for the Danish royal family. And it does seem like their week ahead is also busy uh, as they basically return to work with children going back to school. So this is what we see a lot. Um, the children of any royal family, their schedule is basically when the royals come back to work. So for Frederick and Mary, at least Christian is back to school. Um, and I would assume that, uh, Princess Isabella, as well as the twins will go back very soon if they have not gone back already. Um, I don't know every single school calendar and that's okay. And that, but that is when basically people start returning to work, um, is when the school holiday is over, um, and the governments come back because again, things are just very quiet in August. Um, even here in the U S you know, we take normally, we take government recess in August and it is quiet here for the most part too. It's when our presidents typically take vacation, um, kind of all of that, like the world, it doesn't shut down obviously, but like, it's hard to get things done in August. So that is, you know, just where we're at. But the Scandinavians are, uh, they must come back a little bit earlier in terms of when the government comes back and um, as well as classes. So that leaves us with the Dutch royal family um, who did have a couple of events this week. Um, so they... <laughs> returned from their Greek vacation uh, for one day. Um, on Tuesday, they uh, King Will Alexander swore in several new government officials, um, including the Minister for Trade and Development Cooperation, and then some secretaries of state that I believe fall under that ministry. Um, so he swore that those people in Tuesday morning and then Tuesday afternoon, he and Queen Maxima hosted a reception for the Olympic medalists from the Dutch Olympic team. And this is something, um, so the Dutch Royal family, to my knowledge, has gone to at least every single summer Olympics, um, forever. <laughs> and, obviously we live in a pandemic and so we really can't do that. And of course this year there were very few spectators allowed. Um, and 
given who was at the Olympics, I do think that royal spectators would have been, but because they are held to a higher standard, could not be, um, because other people couldn't go. And maybe they were asked not to, it, it's unclear. Um, and that's okay. So they hosted a reception for the Olympic medalists where they congratulated them, thanked them again, very similar to the Danish reception, um, for providing some sense of community and national pride for the Netherlands. And the, um, this was a really great Olympics for the Dutch Olympic team. They received, I believe, 34 total medals, um, which is really fantastic. So it was just a wonderful time. And then to my understanding, they have now returned to Greece to continue with their private vacations. And we still have a return to work date of September 3rd. We'll see if that holds. They are pretty... Uh, I expect that to be the case. I'll just say that. I expect a return to work date on September 3rd. Um, just, we'll see. So that is the Netherlands. Um, there wasn't a lot happening in Norway. In fact, really just one event. But on Friday, King Harald and Crown Prince Akun uh, hosted the first cabinet meeting, Council of State, uh, since the break for summer holiday and this coming week we have quite a bit from the Norwegian royal family. Their schedule is basically full for the next week, two weeks. Um, it'll be very busy and that's really awesome and exciting. Uh, from Spain we had nothing. Uh, we had a couple of like sightings because they were still in Majorca for a couple of days, which just means that paparazzi were, like, everywhere. Um, but those, again, were private events. I'm not going to talk about them. And then they are possibly still on the island. I don't know. I don't want to speculate anything like that. Um, just, you know, we'll, we'll see them. They certainly don't have anything on the calendar for this week ahead, at least to my knowledge. Um, I am pretty diligent about checking, but I haven't checked yet, but I genuinely don't expect there to be anything. And maybe not even for the next two weeks, we will see. Uh, so that brings us to the Swedish royal family, which I will say uh, had a slow week. But again, their schedule has been released for next week and it's, they're back. Um, after today, they are back. However, there were a couple of events, one we've already touched on, but I want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, and then on Wednesday, so before we get to the baptism yesterday, on Wednesday, Prince Daniel opened an extension to the uh, Lily Volk. Lillivok Art Gallery, which is in Stockholm. Um, so they, again, this is more room for exhibits. It's really funny that this is like a very similar event to one that happened in Denmark. Um, I do love when events like this are very similar because I don't have to explain two types of events. I just get to say like, oh, this is very similar to the art expansion, art museum expansion we saw in Denmark. Um, and I just thought it was really awesome. He did give a brief speech where he talked about um, the ability to make more culture accessible. 
uh, with this new expansion. So the expansion is called Lilyvox Plus, um, which I thought was a very uh, ingenious name. It's very to the point, which is great. So that is what was going on in Sweden. But then we get to yesterday, August 14th, um, which is the baptism for Prince Julian, who is the youngest son of Prince Carl Philip and Princess Sophia, who are royals that I don't typically talk about. Um, however, royal babies and like christenings that the senior royals that I do talk about attend, it gets convoluted. Um, so everyone was there, which is really exciting. So King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria and her family, obviously Prince Carl Philip and his family were there and Princess Madeline and her family who've been in Sweden um, for the summer after missing 2020 summer because they reside in the States. Um, and so they were able, they have been able to be in Sweden for the whole summer and that's really lovely. So they attended um, and overall there was a, of course, scaled down um, audience, that is not the right word, a scaled down guest list for the baptism, but still a lot of people were able to come um, as Sweden is getting their vaccinations under control. Um, they are actually... I think I checked a couple of weeks ago and Sweden was behind the US and now they're above us because everyone is at this point, I would say. And um, so they are, you know, finally, hopefully for Sweden coming back into a new realm of normalcy. Um, so after the official baptism, there were a few pictures released of the entire royal family together. Um, and it's just really lovely. They, this was the first one that of the Swedish royal family's like new generation of babies that was not live streamed. Um, and I'm not sure if that was a pandemic choice or a change in um, the way the Swedish royal household operates. So um, Prince Julian is the first royal baby to not be born as a HRH. Um, and so I'm not sure if it ha which it has to do with. There were, however, uh, videos, a video was released. I don't think it was the full ceremony, but it was most of it. Um, I have not watched it yet. I probably will. I just have not um, watched it yet. However, I, like I said, I definitely will because I love me some Swedish royal baby just... Uh, now they're not babies, but they used to be, um, at christenings just causing chaos. I don't think there was a lot of chaos at this one because they're all grown up now. Um, but it's been, it was really fun to at least see the pictures and some of the, uh, clips I've seen at least. So that is what this week brought. It was certainly a, a much busier week than the week prior, I would say, with more variety in terms of what families were working, uh, which is wonderful. And that will continue as we see the Scandinavians come to work. Um, it looks like, at least this week, things are still going to be really quiet from Belgium, probably the UK, uh, the Netherlands, and Spain. But again, with Belgium, there could be a pop-up thing or here or there. With the UK, 
They don't release their schedule too much ahead of time, but I don't expect there to be any official gatherings or anything like that. We'll see. Uh, so with that, I um, would love if you would check out thedailyroyal.com. Follow The Daily Royal on Instagram. I'm doing a lot of cool things for most of the, the August month uh, over on Instagram. So please check those, those out. Um, and I will talk to you all next week for our third week of August. Have a fantastic week. Bye.